this is Roy Lilly. Well, long, the long-anticipated Ockenden uh, 2 report is published. It's a grim read. And families, of course, want answers, recognition, accountability, and the public have the right to know what happened, why, can it be fixed, could it happen again? Actually, I think the answers to those questions were already flagged in Ockenden 1. Three things, toxic management, misplaced targets and not enough people. Fix that and you fix maternity and you just about fix every other thing and every other problem the NHS is facing. There are about 600,000 births a year. Any one person or organisation doing 600,000 of anything in a year can expect from time to time something to go wrong. Birthing isn't anything. It can be complex and there's plenty that can go wrong. It is then the measure of the person or the organisation how well and quickly things are put right, learned from and reorganised to avoid a repeat. Therein the essence of Ockenden 1. Ockenden 2 picks up these themes with painful stories and becomes effectively an operations manual for running maternity services. Let's, to, let's take a look at the three overriding themes. We know the NHS is far too committed to targets and management fads that come and go with the seasons. It was the World Health Organization who first raised issues about the numbers of births by caesarean section. Too posh to push, you might remember all that. Maternity units were encouraged to keep the caesarean rate to about 20%. The advice somehow inspired a natural birth cult and followers trod a path to work at Telford who had some of the lowest rates. The seeds of a disaster were therein sown. In February this year a letter was quietly sent to units, maternity staff told to treat cases on an individual basis allowing women to opt for a planned caesarean even if it's not for medical reasons. That's a big change. The DH must have been tipped off or got wind of what was coming in the Ockenden report. A normal delivery might cost under £1,500. An elective C-section, 5500 or more. Usually it's money that makes policy stick, not much else. So we'll see what sticks. Have we got enough midwives? Well, the numbers increased from 35,800 in 2018 to 36, well, in fact, nearly, very nearly 37,000 in 2019. The numbers of births is falling, so that's okay. Well, actually, probably not. Infant mortality rates per 1,000 life births were 4.3 here, 3.2 in France and about the same in Germany, 2.5 Finland, Norway and Sweden. We're the same as Portugal and Australia. Midwives? Well, fewer than Poland and Sweden and about the same as Spain. More midwives doesn't mean enough midwives. If the policy of one midwife to one woman, the gold standard for continuity of care is to be achieved, there aren't enough. The Nursing and Midwifery Council tell us in a survey the top reason for midwives leaving was retirement. However, almost a third of the 3,500 responses cited too much pressure leading to stress and or poor mental health 
as a top reason for leaving. Ockenden says minimum staffing levels should be those agreed nationally or where there are no agreed national levels, staffing levels should be agreed locally. Not good. They should be mandated. And finally, toxic management. Ockenden is absolutely across this, and rightly so. If someone, any clinician, anywhere in the NHS, not just a midwife, makes a mistake, the whole panoply of regulation, law and inspection is ready to come crashing down. And is it any wonder errors get hidden? Ockenden tries to overcome this with process, and a lot of it, but I'm not confident. Indeed, she admits many of the issues highlighted in this report are not unique and can be found elsewhere. Too right. The proportion of maternity units rated as requires improvement or inadequate has risen since March 2021 to 41%. A real step in the right direction would be no-fault legislation, where the focus is responding to the needs of the person and their family, not responding by rushing to put a professional in the dock and in the, on the front page of the newspapers. Accidents happen, and you don't stop them by accident. Ockenden's focus is maternity units and how they run. I can't help thinking there are wider responsibilities. For instance, she says complaints, themes and trends should be monitored by the maternity governance meeting. Well, I agree, but I want to see boards take a much more direct oversight and responsibility. They should review all complaints and incidents routinely. Will Ockenden's recommendations make our services safer? Yes. If they're adopted, we have enough people, if we encourage them, not engulf them in law, regulation, targets and penalty. But I guess you knew that. Thanks for listening. I look forward to speaking with you again soon. Bye-bye.